about comedy, concerts, and beer. Pilsners, loggers, and IPAs. Liquid courage just to take the stage. Backstage pass, got to feeling right. And everyone's welcome like an open mic. Getting drunk, waiting for the last man to fall. When it's time to take a shot, we yell, Cannonball! Joke's got you smiling from ear to ear. Our beverage of choice is beer, man, beer. Get back and relax while the beer foam settles. Now here's your hosts, Johnny Benson and Keg Kettles. Drunk and stupid is no way to go through life, son. Beers too. Keg Kettles, we are back on beer, Johnny man. B, beer. we are back and we are outside. We are outside. The girlfriend is away. Keg Kettles girl is gone, so it's a party at Amy's house. And we're partying like it's on a- On the patio, It's baby. like a John Hughes movie. We're going to put a bras on her head and we're going to try and make our own girl. <laughs> We got special guests with us <laughs> yeah. first. Let me start to my right. We have uh, everybody's favorite comedian, I think, right? Mine, Who, at least. Who's favorite? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I gotta say you're a favorite of mine. Everybody. All right. You can see him on October 19th at the Treehouse Comedy Club in Westport in the Funniest Comic Windsor in Connecticut Locks. contest. I believe it's Windsor Locks. Is it a Windsor Locks? Ooh, how about that? All right. We're moving around at this contest. All right. But Dave Sheehan's with us, everybody. Hello, everyone. Give it up for Dave. Good to be back. And also back from episode eight, you can check him out every week on the Lone Shark. That was podcast. episode eight. Yeah, it's been a long time since we had the great Jim Sharky. Wow, Kazawi. He's waiting to explode on that mic. And I, I'm, I know. Look at I'm, I'm, I'm really just he's basking in the fact that we're doing this outdoor with a fire, and you can maybe even hear in the crackling of the fire and the bugs. And That's it's, it, man. Crickets. I yes. mean, it's like and the F- crickets aren't making those noise because we're not good. That's <laughs> not how it's. If Keg rubs his knees together fast enough, he might uh, emulate that sound. That's how he started the fire. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like a fireside chat. It's pretty cool. Thanks. I'm glad to be. Is this the first outdoor fireside episode? This number be, two. This is number two. Oh no shit! Who was yeah. the fr- who were the first uh, guest for that? Just Amy and us. Right? Okay. Well, it was also um, Sharon. Oh, we called Sharon on the phone. That's right. Amy's a good uh, third mic when she's on with you guys. She's very funny. I like Amy. Yeah, yeah, she's good. Absolutely. Very good. We uh, went to some uh, comedy shows this weekend. We were up in Danielson on Friday. The Quiet Corner. That's it, man. Black Pond Brews. We love everybody at Black Pond Brews. Uh, Mr. Kitty was there chilling out. How was Mr. Kitty? Mr. Kitty was kind of tired Friday night. I tried to get a selfie with Mr. Kitty, and Mr. Kitty wasn't having it. He probably had a lot of beer. <laughs> That's it. Where he's, is he's Danielson? Really Where exactly is Danielson? That's way, way, way up uh, 95. It's like, right? it's like 30 miles north of like Mohegan Sun area. Oh, wow. Hoof. That's a hike. Yeah. The quiet corner. Yes. But it was a lot of fun. Nice little place. Small crowds, but the crowds really appreciate the show. And Dave Sheehan closed out the show that Friday night. That was a fun show. You had a good time? Yes. Enjoy the show. How do you like the beer? The beer was excellent. Never had jalapeno in beer before. It sounded odd, but it works. Oh, yeah. It's quite odd, to be honest with you. Well, that's what these craft places do. They're not trying to recreate Coors Light. 
Oh, thank goodness for that. Well, <laughs> <laughs> also had a show at the Annex Club last night. It was uh, for the NA uh, in New Haven, and it was packed house. Narcotics two- Anonymous. That's it. I thought he meant the not available people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in IT, if you couldn't tell. 250 uh, sober people just partying up with some pasta and coffee and uh, dancing to Ludacris, and then listening to about uh, seven of uh, our favorite Connecticut comics and uh, had a good time, man. It was great. It was a dry show, unlike this show tonight, which is going to be a very wet show because we got beer. I smell moisture. What should we drink first? Any uh, suggestions, Kay Kettles? Well, the rule is we always go light to dark. Light to dark. So what do we got on tap? We got uh, a Hellas lager from uh, from Black Black Pond. So right there in the old styrofoam. uh, This is a nice little handy styrofoam cooler. Yeah, I found that in my dad's basement. (laughs) <laughs> and, and and factor in the fact that I've got no fewer than three things for you guys to sample as well. Jim always br- always brings fun. Got a lot to get to. This container originally was used to port tab around. <laughs> I like actually tab. looks like uh, something they would put like body parts in. Oh, hey, shh. Let's keep get me on. a tab and a fresca, and it's game on. It, man. No, it looks yeah, like something a hospital on. would use to put, like, uh, you know, a cadaver uh, limb in it. Well, this is just making my mouth water more for this beer. That's mm, it. Cadaver. Tell us what we got here. This, look at the can. Is it, how, Let me tell it? you, this is a cool can, man. Yeah, that Black Pond is... Uh, kind of brings back a little bit of the 80s New York style right there with the uh, graphics. And you guys know I'm not a beer drinker, so it's all about, I mean, and I'm open to, like, being turned on to something that I'll enjoy. So is this something you think that me as a guy who generally eschews beer will maybe appreciate? Well, what beers what do you What turned like? you on, Jim? Well I, well, I mean, I drink a lot of vodka. If you listen to my podcast, you know, I'm bordering on alcohol, <laughs> alcoholic. Um, but I feel like I would like a good stout. Like, I see you got a double chocolate oh, yeah, we're stout in the bullpen, on. so I'm looking forward to that. Um. We had a nice pumpkin vodka. Was that 38? Yeah, last, yeah. last week. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'd be down with that. Mm. It was good. It was really good. All right, here we go. I'm going in for the pour. All right, look at that. Well, we're really starting early in this pour, huh? Yeah. What, All right, we're going in. with that? Going in with the pour. Now we're doing taster size here, or do you want to each grab a can? Because there's four cans in there. Somebody's, no, we'll do taster. Somebody's going to grab my can. I'm not going to lie. It's a little disappointing when you have guests on who, like, just don't drink for whatever reason. I feel like that. If you're going to come on the Beer Man Beer podcast, like, you need to nut up and I don't know. Have we drink had that many that haven't drank? You've had a few. I avoid booking those who don't drink. Yeah. They probably wouldn't want to do it anyway, if, as long as they know. <laughs> yeah, if they've they heard do. it, well, they know it's about You do have some bougie uh, folks that do not like to, uh, you know, drink out of the bottle. You know, they have to pour it in. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. A little oh. spill. First spill of the show. I got some of that. I mean, I don't want to say that I'll party, but I'm trying to get on. I hear there's a podcast called Blow Man Blow. And it's oh. just like rails and <laughs> the whole thing. Dave, Dave, that's a little coke humor. <laughs> I figured. I didn't think it was a fellatio joke. <laughs> All right. So this is the Hella Lager from Black Pond Brews. Has a nice, pretty almost clear kind of golden color. Very nice. Thank you. Well, it's kind of hard to see in the dark, <laughs> but it looks like someone just peed in the cup. It still looks like you see. Oh, right. Let's put it in the styrofoam container. You need so Brie Hilts here, though, to really uh, yeah, sniff it set and, uh, the table. Know, uh, every ingredient. Definitely a lager. Are we drinking? Let's drink it. Let's go Let's in. Jim's going in. How do you, how do you think? Uh, there's a lack of carbonation that I find bothersome. I mean. Really? It is a little flat. Is it supposed to be that way? Uh, no. No, I don't think so. No. 
Surprisingly. Definitely a little flat. This is not the beer that's going to turn me around. I'm just saying that. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of disappointing. Really? This is flat, man. Flat. I like that you guys call it like you see it, though, too. Like you're not just sucking up to whoever maybe. We'll have to talk to uh, the guys over there, man, and see what's going on. Listen, they can't all be home runs. This no, is way, no. We had some really good ones this over This is way up. flat. You know what? This actually reminds me of when we did our first brew. When we were bottling. Before we did the carbonation, yeah. Before we did the carbonation. This tastes just like it. Yep. Mm. What do you wow. think, Dave? You tried it? There's a, little, there's a light taste, but the lack of carbonation does take away. It does affect it, yeah. All right. I'll well, we let those guys oh. know about it, hopefully. Mm. Yeah. Maybe this is just a bad set, bad six-pack. Maybe it was sitting in the I hope so. storehouse okay. for a long time. Well, a little skunk. So What's much skunked? for our first brew here. What does skunked mean, by the way? I know people refer to beer as being skunked. What's a skunked old. beer? Yeah, if it's old, old beer. It doesn't have so this is not skunked. It's just flat. It could be. That might be why yeah, it's it flat. It might be, but yeah. even when I poured it, there was no head. And I okay. was like, yeah, I, know, I noticed that. I didn't know if that was deliberate. No, it wasn't deliberate. It almost has a... All uh, right, so we got a steerick. So do we like dump this out now? Because we only have one glass. So I mean, there's going to be other pours, right? Yeah, like, so we're what... killing this. Can we give it to the dogs? Because yeah, I'm not going to drink this. I wouldn't give this to the dogs. <laughs> I wouldn't give this to a ferret. All right, so on to our next. It's <laughs> a kick-ass beginning. <laughs> I'm well. excited though. I'm g- I'm going to bring you back. I got something also. Uh, Keg. Yeah, let's go into gym stuff. You want to save that spicy one for the end? Oh, Ooh, so this is a whole like taste. Are we going down a whole end. tasting road here? Like? Yeah, amazing. Well, we got all right. Stuff. We'll all right. So here's what I got now. And I think you you guys fuck with hard cider, as the kids say. You fuck with that. <laughs> <laughs> I have had some. <laughs> so. I have something here called. Um, oh, let me wait for the drop what to finish. That? This is uh, something called Thistly Cross, what? and I would love for you all to try that. But you're going to need to empty your current glasses. You can't unless you want to chug out of the bottle, which is very. You know, I might. I might even drink this, even though. Wow, real elderflower. What's the ABV wow. on that, by the way? It's pretty good. I think it's like 13, 14 percent. Is that British? Thistly Cross just sounds very English. And, and I should give props to where it's from, and you guys really need to do a remote from this place. It's called How about 4%. Br- uh, what's that? Four? No, it's more than four, dude. Uh, it's from a place called Bruin Company, which it is up, up near where Angie lives. Elderflower Cider, 4%. Really? And what do yeah. I know? It's pretty... Well, Cider's <laughs> usually only about four. Oh, well, you mix it with uh, a. <laughs> all right, mix it with want, all the drugs you take. Man. If, <laughs> if you want to ABV shame me, <laughs> throw Fine. a little pumpkin vodka in there, step it up a notch. <laughs> yeah, four percent. All right, we'll yeah. just drink well, it. It's a good appetizer. <laughs> you know, of course we're gonna drink it, man. Wow. All right, so way to make the guest feel small. <laughs> Not making us feel small. Well, crack it. What do we wait? Are we gonna try it? All, all right, right, so we gotta finish these glasses, right? Oh, okay. Yeah. We'll talk all about right. something else. Some you get comedy, it. concerts, beer. What do you got? All right, we had a hell of a show last night at the uh, Annex Club. Oh, uh, I wanted to talk about that. You guys, uh, Dave Moon hit the stage. Dave Moon was back on the stage. You know what happened when Dave Moon was on the stage? First no. of all, very, he hasn't lost a beat. He's very funny. Uh huh. And uh, a couple of ladies in the audience decided to have a brawl during his set. Fight, like full-on a fighting? full-out fight. Oh, yeah. I'm sure Dave rolled with that. He just started chanting Jerry and got the entire crowd chanting, Jerry, <laughs> yeah, Jerry, there you go. Jerry. It was a beautiful moment. And... Uh, <laughs> It was it was a good time. I'm not sure what they fought over, but uh, you a Dave Moon guy, Keg? 
You know Dave Moon? I met him like years ago. Funny from, guy. Uh, Joker's yeah. Wild. Yeah, Dave yeah. Dave Sheehan, where are you at with uh, Dave Moon? I have not worked with him in a long time. Uh-huh. I think he's very funny. Uh-huh. Um, it's only like every few years I seem to run into him. I mm-hmm. think Dave's going to be back on the scene. I think he's If you guys ever do the show, I heard your girlfriend Amy Keg talk about doing like a wine theme show. Yeah. I think Dave Moon's the guy to get for a wine show. Oh, okay. Why, he's a wino? No. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, kind of an, it's Dave, That's you know. An inside reference. Dave but, did uh, a little stretch, I think, actually, as they Dave, say. Did uh, a bid. Dave is right now is clean and sober. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Good for him. Man. Good for him. And uh, tell you what, in honor of him, Cannonball. Yeah, you guys need to get Dave on, by the way. But yeah, cannonball the fuck out of that shit. <laughs> what do we cannonball? I don't have anything to cannonball. We got the cannonball over there. Hold, please. All right, hold on. Hold on. Dave has Here it. Is, here's the cannonball. Cannonball. It's cannonball, cannonball time, and we're doing this cannonball, cannonball, cannonball for all our friends cannonball. at the NA who uh, decided to. Uh, is this a fresh take, bottle? That's a fresh bottle, man. I just and what it is up. this, like Mr. Boston? This something? is uh, the the uh, Larue Blackberry Brandy in honor of Brandy, who runs our uh, fan page. Wow, <laughs> this not, is redneck breakfast. Not, not the Moesha Brandy. Ooh, smooth. All right. How'd that go down? <laughs> it's Ooh, like Nyquil. It's Robitussin with a twist. Sure is. Dave, you hit the cannonball? Uh, yeah, tradition, sure. man. Cannonball. Cannonball. I feel, I feel a sore throat coming on. This should help. Yeah, cannonball. It'll, it'll burn whatever's ailing you. I got something else really good when you're ready after the whatever the tasting here. It's oh, we didn't taste. time sniffling, sneezing, coughing, resting, stuffy head fever so you can rest, Brandon. You got the lid for that. Oh, is there a sure, lid? I think it's there. We didn't uh, taste the... Oh, wait. I can't find the lid. Here it is. Oh, yeah. It didn't lid. taste the hard cider. Right, we're going to oh. do that. I will crack that open right now. Excuse me. But uh, also on the show last night, Vincent McElhone. Andre Kim. Andre Kim crushed. He's blowing up. He uh, he's crushed. Mm-hmm. He was so funny. Uh, C-Snacks was on the show. Wow. Oh, I saw that picture show. you posted. And uh, Ar- uh, Arthur Robinson, Artie Rob. Arthur. <laughs> that is a beastly lineup yeah, right yeah, there. Yeah, it was a hell of a lineup, and they were very excited. And uh, Anyway, got a bottle opener. Yes. To the next Dave season. has well, one. Dave like he's always prepared. Bottle? Prepared. That's it. Bottle. Look at you. Oh, was in that crack open. Thank you, sir. All right, going in for the uh, pour. I gotta, I gotta get rid of this one. Beer. How do you? Hopefully, how do you this is a winning I'm pour. Sorry? What, what are you? You dump your beer? Or something? Yeah, I tossed my beer. Yeah, that shit. I was toss it. I don't know. In the garden over there, I don't think I killed anything. Oh. Sorry, Keg. No, you're not gonna Maybe uh, Keg's like looking at me, sneering. <laughs> Maybe might. hops will grow there now. <laughs> it's be a beer. All right, tree. going in for the pour now. Going for the pour. Oh, look at that. And again, so all right, four percent, but it's a lovely hard cider. Uh, ABV aside, it's more about taste, really. Absolutely, Jim. Jim can you hurl mine into the yard so oh, I can yeah, get on yeah. this cider action? You Thank bet. you. I would love for you to try it. But yeah, dude, you guys should do a show from a place called Brewing Company. I think it's in Mount Kisco, New York, you, maybe about forty-five minutes from here. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it would be like a Nirvana for you guys. Absolutely, well, a Nirvana it would be like lithium. Maybe we'd, we'd come as we are. We <laughs> I'd hope. <laughs> With the smell of teen spirit. All right. Breed. Let's drink. Let's throw of you. Let's see. That smells nice. I smell nice. the elderflower. James mm. in for the sip. I mean, I like it already. So I mean, it's it's definitely know. less flat than the beer we just tried. There's that. And tastier. Yeah, yes, more flavorful. That's how I like it. 
like it. I like it. Thistly Cross. Yeah, I'll rip through a bottle of that in an evening. I like it. Where is it made? I'm not sure. It's got to be British, though. I think this would go nice with a nice slice of apple pie. (laughs) (laughs) Or a nice plowman's lunch. (laughs) Speaking of uh, snacks, I do have some snacks from the Drunk Alpaca with us. Are you digging it, Keg? uh, I like it. It's got a nice taste to it. You got the elderflower. Produced on the east coast of Scotland. Ooh, it's Scottish. Yes. Was the old line, your mother was a hamster and your father smelt of elderberries? No? Any mom? Monty Python? Yeah, yeah, that sounds familiar. Who, Dave Sheehan saving me on that <laughs> I one. I wonder where <laughs> the fish has gone. That's the only thing I remember from Monty Fishy, <laughs> fishy, fishy. <laughs> fishy, fishy, fishy. Oh. <laughs> do, do the dance, by the way. <laughs> we don't have any room. There's too many wires here. Do the walk. So what else you want to talk about, Keg? I, wanna, I don't know. I want to hear about these concerts you checked out. Well, yeah, a couple things because I know I'm. Listen, I'm looking at Keg Kettles and I see he's got a fucking Terrapin Station tattoo on his forearm. So obviously he's a guy who's gonna maybe want to say a word or two about Robert Hunter passing away. Are you up to speed with that? I just found out now. Oh yeah, you know Robert Hunter, or yeah. one of the lyricists. You found out with him keep telling you, or you know? I just oh, wow. found sorry out to, right now. Sorry to break it to you. The, uh, he died today. No, a couple days ago. The lyricist really? of a lot of the Grateful Dead songs. He and Jerry collaborated. You a big Grateful Dead guy, Dave Sheehan? I am not. I, and listen, I'm not a huge Dead guy. I saw the Dead with Jerry Garcia once in my life, and I will say it was a fantastic show. And Keg, you'll be interested to know, it was the the first show that Bruce Hornsby ever played with the Dead uh, after. Oh uh, Cool. After Brett Midland passed away, mm. um, but yeah, I, I mean, anyway, Robert Hunter passed away. Sorry to have to break the news to you. Sorry to go all oh, morose man. on you there, Keg Kettles. Oh, that's a bummer, man. That's a big time bummer. Well, yeah. it's it's bound to happen. Well, sure. Yeah. Well, Rick Ocasek, he just died too. Yeah. Eddie Money. Eddie Money. Yeah. I had tickets to Eddie Money. I, I joked about it on the podcast, uh, literally, and nobody wanted to go with me to Toad's Place. I had to eat a ticket. Was he coming to Toad's Place? Oh, this is like in the 80s. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Within like a month span, I had tickets for Eddie Money, and then I had tickets for The Cult, and I could not find anybody to go with me. You know The Cult, of course, yeah. uh, Jay? Yeah, absolutely. Keg, and... Uh, and I wound up, I, for the cult, I said, fuck it. I don't care if anybody wants to go. I'm going by myself. And I did. This was during the electric tour, and oh. it was good stuff. Now, is that you, Do you often go to concerts by yourself? Or, no, or? but I did in a little place called Colorado at a place called Red Rocks. Oh, you're by yourself at that man. Well, yeah, I happened to be out there for work uh, in Colorado near Red Rocks, and I thought, fuck it. I'm here for a week. I'm going to look and see if any artists are performing at Red Rocks. So I look and I see I got two choices. It's either Mark Knopfler of Dire Straits, Dave uh, Sheehan nodding. Uh, he knows, of course, the Sultans of Swing. Oh, you know Dire Straits. Yeah, I've yeah. heard of them. What, um, are they still player. performing together or is this a while ago? No, this is Mark Knopfler. No, this is like oh, two, just Mark. two weeks okay. ago. Okay. And the other option is a band called Dark Star Orchestra. Keg, tell the listeners who Dark Star is. Oh, Dark Star is just another uh, band that... that Dead cover band. Yeah. And by the way, if you're into dead cover bands, have you heard of J-Rad? Joe, Absolutely. Well, Johnny that, turned me on to J-Rad. Dude, J-Rad is the shit. I mean, Dark Star is good. I mean, they do a great 
faithful recreation of the Dead songs. Um, it's funny at Red Rocks. You know Red Rocks, very iconic venue in Colorado. That's on my bucket list, man. Dude, it's it's it should be, and it's amazing. And seeing Dark Star and you know playing all those Grateful Dead songs. If you breathed in, you'd think you were like breathing in the essence of Jerry Garcia, and then you realize well, it's smell just like patchouli. Yeah, yeah. And then you realize <laughs> it's just clove cigarettes and patchouli. On. <laughs> Thanks, so Johnny, gross. for stepping up. I stepped on your line. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> Where are we at with Sam Hunter, by the way? He seems to be kind of blowing up, right? You're a uh, Sam Hunter guy? He seemed funny when he was on your Sam, podcast. Man. We love Sam. Sam's doing all kinds of things. He just recently opened for uh, Craig Robinson. Yep. And that was some good shows. But usually he's the guy that uh, warms them up for whoever uh, big star they bring in on the weekends. So. You yeah. dig him, Shan? Yeah, he's very funny. Like every time, I don't see him that often, but you, like you can tell he's working and putting in the work. He's like shows. the house comic at right. like the Stress and, Factory, which is right? going to make you stronger whether you want it to or not. Sure. And he's really taking advantage. He's really getting good. And he also uh, brings in your fries and your uh, beers for you too. Yes, and he's doing triple duty there. Multitasking. Oh, really? He has to be like a waiter. He's too? a host. What, yeah, sometimes, yeah. sometimes. Wow. He is the hostess with the most. Got to do a little extra. Hostess. Uh, yeah. What well, you doing there, Keg? Sound like you know. Host with the most. That's what the original phrase was, wasn't it? Hostess with the mostest? No, host. Hostess was added to include women when women have the mostest. Oh. I think. (laughs) Yes. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, this is a cannibal moment. By the way, I know none, I well, I mean, maybe two listeners might give a fuck about this, but Johnny, you'll be interested to know that I came this close, by the way, I'm gesturing my hands very close together, that uh, Sean, the producer, almost made the scene tonight. I was trying to get him to drop in. I was trying really hard to get him to drop in, because he, you know, he walks dogs for a living, and how ironic that Keg is here watching the pets of his girlfriend. Uh, it's funny, because I was in Colorado, and I was at the hotel, and there were all these Akitas, you know, Akitas. Akitas, Dave, mm. big oh, dogs. dogs, huge, yeah. and it turned out there was like an Akita convention going on at the hotel. Wow. So you'd get on the elevator and like do Akitas. Oh, <laughs> you know, that's just not something that you would hear about. It's like the setup for basis. a joke. Yeah. <laughs> these two Akitas walk in an elevator. My cousin used to have two. It was like hanging out with a couple of like baby grizzly bears. Those things are giants. They're awesome, oh yeah, though. big dogs. Oh hey Keg, by the way, Angie would have been here tonight, but she heard he heard your girlfriend she heard your girlfriend's toilet was working. So she said, What's the point? <laughs> what? In, inside. Angie, when we when I, my girlfriend Angie, when we first appeared on Beer Man Beer, well she was hanging out. <laughs> but uh his toilet was broken or something. So Angie went in to pee and just like she opened the toilet, fixed it, whatever. <laughs> so she comes she out, did a she's great like, job. Oh, I fixed I your toilet. Say, she did a great job. <laughs> Way to live, make but an since then, I've actually rebuilt that toilet altogether. So, hey, hit me with some more of that if there's any more of that. There the is cider's cider. gone. No more yeah. cider. Oh, wow. I have a little left if you'd like. No, it. no, 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 no. If you'd like my backwash, yeah. No, who do you think? Scottish I am? backwash. Hey, we're just getting started. By the way, I took note. Like, I got a lot of items to cover. I got. St- are you cool with that, Keg? You I'm good? cool. Like, this I'm is cool. awesome. It's like an FDR fireside chat. <laughs> For all our FDR fans in the but, audience. Yeah, that's <laughs> People are going to go, who? FDR? Who's that? So here, That's a drive in New York City. Johnny Benson. Yes. You're, you're active in the Connecticut comedy scene. I People, sure. You may not know, listening to Beer Man Bear, but Johnny uh, is like the head of uh, something called Extreme Comedy in Connecticut. So he books a lot of shows. And uh, he was also involved with the other guy in Connecticut, uh, Treehouse Comedy. Yeah. 
And uh, the Brad Axelrod, the guy who runs Treehouse, probably within the last, what, week or so, announced that he's selling his stake, I guess, in Treehouse Comedy. So I guess a couple of questions. What does that mean to you? What are your thoughts on that? Who's taking it over? And what does that mean to the Connecticut comedy scene? Okay, I will answer that question. Now, the answer is uh, I still have a job. And oh, you do. So you have an affiliation I, now with the yeah, current owner. Yeah, I think uh, I think I was part of the package. I think all the uh, everybody who worked for Treehouse still works for Treehouse, and uh, well, the, that's a good thing. the new owners are John John Tobin presents. Uh, they are out of Boston, and they run a lot of clubs up in Boston, and now they are uh, taking uh, over the uh, Treehouse uh, rooms as well. How does that work, though? I mean, Treehouse used to basically run shows in different area restaurants and stuff. Does do they automatically have the affiliation with those same establishment? Is this boring, yes, Dave? You say, think listeners same, give a fuck about all, this? All all the, all the uh, rooms that are run at Treehouse, they're, they're still everything's going to be just about the same. Just the uh, people signing the checks are going to be different. Okay, as far as I know, unless something changes. <laughs> Johnny Benson saying not to worry. You know what happens when people say not to worry. Uh, so worry. That's when we start worrying. Worry. <laughs> they cannonball. Hey. Oh, cannonball. I keep hearing people say cannonball, but I see no one drinking from said cannonball. Like, what kind of show? What is really bothering to this podcast? <laughs> I think I'm setting off the red here. Hand I'm not me, trying to do that. Hand me that fucking cannonball. All right, guys. Jim's going, going in for it. yelling in the mic is doing it. Jim's going in for a ball. Oh, no, that last, is that me? Am like, one loud? that looked like blood running down the screen. That was me. No, that was actually blood running down the screen. Oh, whose mosquito? A mosquito. Well, it must. It could be someone. any one of ours. I don't think they have blood unless they've bitten someone. That's what I'm saying. It could have been any one of us. Oh, great. So, so this is like a horror movie where one of us has a encephalitis, and by the end of the episode, we find out who. So here's a random aside, because I observed to Keg when I got here, I literally used to live less than, I mean, less than a quarter mile from where we're broadcasting from, Keg. I lived here in Fairfield for like 10 years. And maybe your girlfriend does not know, because I don't think she lived here in time, but a fellow by the name of John Mayer, the musician. Oh, she's she's well versed. (laughs) Okay, well, then she probably knows. That John Mayer used to work in the mobile gas station around the corner from here. Mm-hmm. In fact, I still call it the John Mayer Mobile to this lived day. Up the road. What's that? <laughs> he actually lived up the road from right. here. Right, right, right. And so, you know, it was not uncommon to like go fill your tank up, and John Mayer would be sitting there just kind of noodling on his guitar. And uh, so, yeah, that happened uh, many times. Does back he still in the day. work there? No, no. He. Uh, I hear things worked out okay for the kid. Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. I thought I saw him up on stage with the dead. Yes, yeah. he toured yeah. with them. Yep. Yeah. I saw their first tour. I caught the Halloween show at MSG. We were there in November. I got to be honest. I'll say it again. I hate to be Grateful Dead-centric on this podcast because I know a lot of people don't give a fuck. But, <laughs> but J-Rad, man. if you, I will go see Everybody J-Rad, J-Rad over like Dead & Company now, don't the all members, day long. Members of the Dead get up and play with them? Yeah, John Mayer has got up and played with J-Rad before. Twiddle as well. Yeah, twiddle, twiddle, schmiddle. Yeah, twi- twiddle, huh? Twiddle's like fish light, you know? <laughs> Not a huge twiddle guy. <laughs> hey, Jim, let me talk about your podcast a little bit, because you had some major guests. Major last... little strong. No, come on, dude. You had John Davidson on your show. I remember as a kid watching the John Davidson show. You remember John Davidson, Johnny? Uh, yeah. Oh, Hollywood Squares, Dave. Time Machine. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, he was on there talking with you and Sean. And, uh, he was cool. Super cool. Really cool guy, yeah. If I were going to tell you, like, who were the biggest guests, we had Glenn Scarpelli, who, who played the kid on One Day at a Time with Bonnie uh, McFarlane. Or yes. no, not Bonnie no, not McFarlane. Bonnie McFarlane. Bonnie McFarlane. <laughs> Different Bonnie. Bonnie McFranklin. <laughs> And uh, Valerie Bertinelli was on. Yes, she was, was the daughter. hottie. Yep. And uh, Mackenzie Phillips. <laughs> this is why people Wait, should drink. Was on it this Mackenzie podcast. Phillips or Spuds Mackenzie? It was. <laughs> yeah, whichever doesn't matter. Um, I was I was so thrilled to have Bill Kirkenbauer. <laughs> Bill Kirkenbauer, I think, was like one of the first notable celebrities that I got. And I was a huge fan of Fernwood Tonight. Do you I, remember Fernwood no, Tonight? But I bet a lot of our listeners have no idea who Bill Kirkabauer is. Okay. So we got a kind of couple things. Uh, yeah, I'm going to set it up. Do you remember a show called Mary Hartman, Mary Hartman? I bet Dave does. I know the title. I never saw well, it. Well, this was a spinoff, and it was kind of a mock. It was a, it was like, think um, Larry Sanders show that, that used to, It was kind of a fake talk show. And Martin Mull was the host, and uh, Fred Willard was the co-host, who was been brilliant. Everything. He's been around yeah, for like dude, you really years. need to get on YouTube and check some of it out. It's, I mean, I, I modeled my whole TV show after just like this small town Johnny Carson having these like rubes on his guests, and and Fred Willard and Martin Mel- Mull had such a chemistry. But Bill Kirkman uh, didn't he get busted doing something in the? Yeah, he was jerking Fred off. Was yeah, I thought so. Yeah, I thought so. And you know what? To his yeah. credit, he just fucking copped to it and rolled on. I mean, it never really affected his career. you know what? Career. The fact that he copped to it, it that's what it's all about. Cop to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did it. All right. Moving so on. so Bill Kirkenbauer did a character on Firmwood Tonight, and it was kind of like, remember Bill Murray on Saturday Night Live? He used to do like the lounge singer, the cheesy oh, lounge yeah, singer. Well, arguably, Bill Kirkenbauer did a similar character. You can debate, like, whose came first, but Bill Kirkenbauer was funny as fuck. And he was also in a movie called Clueless that a lot of the millennials know. Clueless. Lisa Silverstone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was, like, the coach. The, the And he also had a show on ABC for, like, five or six years called Just the Ten of Us. I don't think it ran that long. And, well, yeah, you're it, probably it, right. It was wow, growing pains, which What's ran that? longer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I remember you that remember? show. And he Absolutely. was, you know, he's a funny dude. He's still out there on Twitter. He used to be on Make Me Laugh a lot. Remember the game show in like the uh, 70s, 80s? He, he was the fat bald guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah okay. Uh, actually, he you. still is the fat bald guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that doesn't usually go the other way. Oh, the other <laughs> the other semi-famous guy who was super cool. I mean, he can go and get plugs. I mean, you know. Well, hang on, hang on. Before you go, go off Kirkabauer. Yeah. Kirkabauer totally buried Cosby and Kirk Cameron on your show. Oh yeah, it's, he motherfucked Kirk Cameron. It's like, not difficult to do. <laughs> well, that I, to was Kirk tr- I was trying to tiptoe around it. Like I didn't want to like be the guy who was just kind of trying to lead him down that road. But I, I remember he just like opened the door and walked in on his own. But he basically said that uh, Kirk Cameron was. Uh, I think he called him an asshole. Actually. <laughs> Cosby too, right? He didn't, yeah, he yeah, a fan yeah. Of he said he had like weird experiences with Cosby. And Cosby, by the way, speaking of comedy concerts in Bear, Cosby is the first comedian I Buh. ever, ever saw live, and he was funny as fuck. And you can never take that away no. from Bill Cosby. Is he a creepy motherfucker? Absolutely. God damn, he was funny. All right, I feel like I'm taking. I feel like I'm going Pat Oates on this shit. So let me step back and. Let you guys. Oh, you're the guest. <laughs> oh, I bet you if Pat was listening, he'd be jealous. <laughs> I, I've never had an interview with anyone who was on Growing Pains. So. <laughs> <laughs> all, all the other big names you've had. You've had, uh, um, who's the furry guy? 
The furry guy? Pepper Coyote. Pepper yeah. Coyote. I got a guy. Well, there was a thing in Connecticut where I live not too far away that the mayor had to resign because I think he used to be a furry, and then they found out some of the comments he had made. Uh, uh, and he what had, is whoa, a whoa, furry? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's, let's rewind there, Jim. Yeah. What's a furry? A furry are people who like to dress up in, like, what I would call mascot costumes, oh, like animal I costumes. Saw something like that at MTV years ago. Yeah. Yes. Dude, I was at the All New right. York City or the New York Renaissance Fair yesterday in tuxedo new york and there was a furry there dressed in like medieval garb in fact it's on the lone shark facebook page if you really a shameless plug but it's there there's a huge culture for that yeah, yeah. A lot so of this guy is like community. one of the big like furry guys and he was uh, he was a great guest he was fun and you know it, it's funny because when i tried to book him he was obviously trepidatious and leery because he thought you know we're just gonna fuck on him and make fun but we just kind of like curiously observed and asked questions and he was cool another He's big been on guest. a couple times Another big guest you had, uh, one that blew us off, Vinny Beetle, right? <laughs> well, I was, ah, I, we I almost couldn't be here tonight because my car, uh, my engine <laughs> broke down, but I... <laughs> I Ubered my way over because, you know, I ripped off some fans and friends of mine, so I was able to afford. In fact, I'm going to Disney next month. Did it break down because Bam Margera set it on fire? (laughs) Yeah, Bam, that's a whole other story. It's funny, too, because if you follow Bam Margera on, like, Instagram, every time Bam Margera posts anything you can see Vinny beetle like trying to he's always commenting on every bam margera <laughs> post just trying to like attach himself to the story do you and, think Vinny's already given his business card to takeshi 69 if he's smart he has <laughs> hey did you guys hear by the way that bagel My boss kids know about this stuff i said who the hell is that guy i only found out after the legal stuff that i guess he's a rapper but he's got like he's, letters and tattoos all over his head. He looks like a Mr. Potato Head on meth. But my my kid said he's like like Rainbow Bright on crack. <laughs> he's all colorful and yeah. you know he's got like 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 the rainbow tattooed on his head and his his uh, teeth are all rainbow colors. And, and you stuff. see him sitting in a suit and tie in a courtroom and like what what are this judge thinking while well, this guy's this ex- human experience is just sitting in front of him. The dude's got like a massive rap sheet. Yeah. Well, the other thing is, I think the the word is like he's snitching on people, like to kind of well, you know lessen his snitch, own right? sense. Well, yeah, snitches, snitches get stitches. Get stitches right. And so if I'm Takashi 69 and everybody's made this joke, you know, they talk about, oh, they're going to put him in the witness protection program. <laughs> he's got fucking 69 tattooed on his face. <laughs> Too loud. What? Are the neighbors gesturing to be quiet? A little bit. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> The police could be called. Oh. Really? Oh, that would be monumental. That would be monumental. That would be. Yeah, you is it past curfew? <laughs> you, you, you mentioned uh, no, it is not. Ten o'clock is curfew. Yeah. Uh, you I mentioned mean, the bagel guy. I, we got to talk about the bagel yeah, guy. Yeah, the angry bagel guy uh, backed hey man, out listen, of his fight with Screech. I gotta pee, all right, tell you, I'll hold on to that bagel thing for a second. And uh, Now, we're not talking about the Connecticut bagel guy because we like that guy. But we. Uh, if there's a Connecticut bagel <laughs> guy? Hold on. Is there a bagel guy in every state? I think there is. But we'll get into Bagel Guys, we'll get into more beer, we'll get into all kinds of things, Dave and Jim, and uh, we're going to have more fun. Cometa for you.
Cannibal. We're back. We're with Jim Sharkey, Dave Sheehan. This is Johnny Benson and Keg Kettles. We are Beer Man Beer. Beer Man Beer. Cannibal. And you know our gimmicks. Anytime we say cannibal, you know what it is. Time to do a shot. Cannibal. And Keg is ready for a shot. There's no doubt. Can we talk about the elephant in the room? The fact that the neighbors <laughs> are apparently not happy with us? Go ahead, talk about that. Were we a little too noisy? Was that the deal? Well, we should just talk like we're on NPR. From like we're doing an ASMR video? <laughs> no, not that. Not that at all. <laughs> hey, we better get to my edible pretty soon. Let's do that. So, here's the thing. I was on my way here, and I thought, you know, I always like to try and bring something, keep it interesting. I brought the hard cider, but I said, am I near a Burger King? Because I keep hearing about this Impossible Whopper. Oh, no. <laughs> Has anybody tried an Impossible Whopper? He did. You I have? have. Yep, oh, yep. you already no, have? Because I bought one, so uh, I don't know if somebody wants to throw it in the microwave for like 30 seconds. Would you try the Impossible Whopper, King? Is it going to melt? I I don't know. Johnny, you had one, so no, tell yeah. us. I liked it. I liked it. All right. Well, And I would imagine they probably nuke them. Well, yes. I mean, I bought this like, you know, probably 10 minutes before I got here. So it's it's certainly not hot. So give them the benefit of the doubt, at least, that it's not like Dave Sheehan is looking like I'm not doing this. All right, I'm going in. All right. So Keg's going to go heat up. I'll try it myself then, I guess, if Keg Kettles is or oh, yeah. if uh, Dave's not in. Maybe Keg will get don't, in. Don't go by my face. My All face right. is not an indicator of anything accurate. All right. All right. I, don't, I won't I won't. Do any spoilers? But I did have this before. Okay. And I'll, I'll, I'll wait until we all taste it. But uh, I feel like it's a novelty, though. People are just going to go to say, "I tried the Impossible." Oh, are you going to get course. another one? Are you going back? I'm more excited about Popeyes if they ever bring back the chicken sandwich. Yeah, what's happening with that? I'm I, a KFC guy. I, I think it was I a scam. I think I think it was a scam. They just ran, ran out. And then they're holding out, and then when they bring it back, it's going to be some big event. And uh, oh, they like stop completely. Well, you got a Chick Fil A. They're all. Oh, 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 I had Chick-fil-A the other day for breakfast. Those biscuits, man. Ooh. You know, one thing about Ooh. them, they're very tolerant of gay bashing. Like, I'll go to a Chick-fil-A and just start, if I see a gay couple, just start, like, hurling epithets. And, and <laughs> the Chick-fil-A staff, just, they're they're very okay with it. I think it's part of the corporate training. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for helping me out there, Dave. I was almost <laughs> twisted in the wind on that one. <laughs> Next thing you know, I was going to get me too <laughs> And all the homosexuals are going to be after me. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, Johnny, check this out. Cannonball. Oh, See what right. I did there? <laughs> More cannonball. I don't want to crunch chips in the uh, microphone. You have to book. do it, Dave. That's the rule. Let, I'm going to. You've been on this podcast let's, let's talk like we're doing a broadcast of the news in 1955. If I'm any quieter, you'd think I'm Mike Garb. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mike. A true fan. Jim Sharkey <laughs> knows the references of the show. And Dave as well, who reacted accordingly. Keg has uh, heated up the Whopper. Let's see how his presentation is. I don't want to go full Food Network on him, but let's see. He's has serving he the it? Whopper on a purple dish, as is tradition. Hi, I'm Keg. I'll be your sir. <laughs> um, I don't like tomatoes, so I'm going to take one and do it. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Um, all right. Okay. Here we have it. All right. Tell Keg he doesn't have a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to 
guess that Jim Hi. is pulling a fast one and then he took a Burger King piece of paper and wrapped it around the Popeye's no. chicken sandwich. No. Is, no. is there a have. switcheroo going on no, here? No, there's nothing nefarious other than my desire to try the Impossible Whopper. All right. So here we go. You're this in. is plant-based. Is that the deal? Burger yes. King, what does that Burger even King mean? Cannibal. It means the burger is I mean, made you can from smoke it and you can get stoned to Jesus. Plants, not meat. I, I don't like it already. <laughs> Hang on. All Are right. we doing this keg down the hatch? Hold All on. Right. Yeah, get rid of this tomato. Kegs that had the tomatoes. I'm actually eating the tomato. It looks kind of burgery. I'll give them that. All right. So all their burgers look kind of burgery. But it does look like a veggie burger. Well, it's essentially what it is. Keg is like having some like satanic ritual by the fire with that burger. <laughs> Death to tomatoes. Somebody get a photo of that. What is he doing? Eye of Newt, soul of fruit bat. I don't like onions either. Click your heels three times. It's like Jeffrey Epstein's Island all over again. Right, from the bite I just took. I tasted more savory sauce and vegetables than I tasted anything, any type of burger. Um, I feel That's like what they're going for is like for your mouth feel to kind of like make you feel like you're eating a burger, but it, when you think of the taste, it's really not there. Dave? Well, there's always toppings and a lot right, of I'm flavors going in. in it. So, yeah, the, the, if the other thing doesn't have much of a taste, the, all the condiments and toppings will. I mean, I'll get this when they run out of Whoppers, you know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm underwhelmed. Keg Kettle's a former employee of Burger King. That Did is correct. Really? That is correct. Mm-hmm. Back on the bread. Mm-hmm. I worked at McDonald's for a week. <laughs> I worked go? there actually for a year. I used to hose the parking lot down. The only upside was I get to eat whatever I want for lunch. And man, Actually, it's I, not bad. I mean, it tastes like a burger. It's not horrible. But again, would you get it instead of a burger? No, no you get a way. burger. If, no. if you just gave it to me and said it was a burger, I'd believe it. Yeah. It's got a little taste of it. Yeah. Wow. Not bad. Beer man burger. Actually, Be- it wasn't that bad. Beef man, beef. <laughs> beef. Beef. Hmm. Anyway, that concludes the What's Your Beef segment on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Good stuff. Thank you, Jim, for bringing that in. Mm, Thank you. That was tasty. Actually, it wasn't bad. No. Next time. Got a nice flame broil taste to it. Next time try try Impossible Pizza. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, like with the the cauliflower shit that Oprah's pushing. I didn't know Oprah's pushing. That stuff is ass gross. (laughs) I tried it. Angie says hello, by the way. Oh, hello, Angie. Angie. We need more beer, man. I know. Beer. We have Should more. we hit the stout or what? Yeah, let's crack that stout, man. All right, we'll crack the stout. Is it going to uh, and who's affect? That? Who's that we, from? We need to. Uh, what's that? Who's the? This is from Young's. Where are they? Uh, I'm not sure. I'll have to read the can. I'm kind of amped about this. A double chocolate stout. Double chocolate stout. I feel like if there's a beer that I'm going to be liking, that this could be the one. Mm, this is going to taste like Valentine's Day. We're doing this one out of the can. Oh, or wow. Get a whole can. It's sacrilegious. You're drinking it right out of the can or you're born? I'm going to leave my Yeah, can. what the hell? Yeah, right out of the can. I'm going to put my mouth right on the can. There you go. You do whatever you want with your <laughs> mouth, Jim. Are we drinking? Drink it. Drink it. I haven't opened mine yet. <sighs> what do you say, Jim? Well, hang on. Let me process it a little more. Does it go as a good chaser for the impossible whopper? What do you think, Dave? Well, that it is. I haven't tried that it. That it is. Did you sniff it? No. Did you lick it? You don't really get a good <laughs> sniff out of the can. 
Again, yeah, is it's, like it's not very is no carbonation in beer like a thing these well, days? Because again, no, it, it is. It's a stout. Oh, stouts aren't supposed to be carbonated. I don't know. Well, mm, like Guinness mm. is. <laughs> I mean, Guinness is pretty foamy. I mean, I like the chocolate notes on the back end. I guess. I think in order Why to really truly get, it sounds I, like one of those menus with a paragraph description of each beer. I gotta pour it into a glass. Yeah, I think it's better to pour it in a glass. Be- better in a glass. Oh yeah. Gotta let it breathe a little bit, you know. Breathe, man. Let it breathe. Oh yeah, look at that. You got some good oil there. Oh yeah. yeah nice head. Just documenting them, the event, taking some photos here. Maybe they'll turn up on the Bearman. But what's your Instagram? Bearman Bear Podcast. Bear Podcast. Yes, what he said. I'm all in on this. I enjoy it. It's not bad. Angie would like it. She Young's loves a good double style. chocolate stout. I'm trying to get a sniff on it, but I'm not getting anything. Not man. Smell, it's, but it's, a, it. it's a little flat on the on the sense of smell. Why are you laughing? Because of the dead air. <laughs> yeah, I hope you tighten this podcast up a little. The, uh, <laughs> we, we always do. It's been a few of those. The, uh, <laughs> the, the uh, pregnant pause, if you will. We thought the neighbors were looking again. We just wanted to be safe. Oh, they turned off the upstairs light now. So you know what? I'm not digging this beer, man. Really? No. I'm, I'm not, not digging I, it. Listen, I'm not, if I'm honest. Be I'm honest, really, man. I think I'm not getting much chocolate essence out of this. It's not. It's very light. It's on the back end, but it's... Eh. Not digging it. I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. Uh, I definitely kick it out. Hey, you talk about comedy on this podcast, right? Once in a while. We already can, have. Can we talk about what a beast... Sorry, Dave. I was just about to lather your behind. This will be over. And I, got, I got interrupted with Johnny's drop. But you could the style, <laughs> I, I talked about this before we came out of the yeah. break. But hey, Dave, did Chicago win today? <laughs> yeah, I, they were winning the Cubs. No. Oh, the Bears? Yeah. Are you a Bears fan? Yes. My dead pappy was a Bears fan. Oh, oh dead pappy. Shout out to dead pappy. Can't hey, but what friends. I wanted to say, Johnny, yeah. is that I was oh, taken aback. Like Dave Sheehan, we all do Connecticut comedy here, but, uh-huh. you know, if you're aware of Connecticut comedy, you realize, like, Dave Sheen has become, like, a fucking beast with, like, Connecticut roast battle comedy. Oh, he's the uh, They most, won 16 to 6, by the and, way. And, and, and I'm a guy, like, I can't do roast battles. Like, I concede that I'm just not cut out for roast battles. That's not for everybody. And, but I would think Dave is a guy who's not cut out for it, and oh. yet he's dominated, and they, that just blows my mind. He's so excelled. Maybe, maybe Dave now, will now tell Now, Jim, us. why do you say you're not cut out for something like that? Because I did it. I did it one time. I went to uh, Brian Bargainer's place in Meriden. By the way, there is not a bigger shithole than Meriden, Connecticut. Forget these countries that Trump says is a shithole. Just go to Meriden if you want to see a shithole. But so I perform at this club, and and I'm kind of an anecdotal, long-winded comic, and that's not no. that's not what roast battling is. You're you, supposed to just like you don't say cut to the quick and like hit them with the zinger. And I wasn't prepared or ready to do that. And Hold on, you weren't prepared. No, I was not I, like you. No, I was well that is, prepared. No, you, you were no, you're always, always the guy. That I was has very prepared. all the information. I was prepared enough, but I was prepared to perform in the style that I typically do, which like is like a Broadway monologue. Well, you know? <laughs> not not quick zingers. You know, there's a little more setup involved, and as a result, I lost. And then I was butthurt over it. Yeah. 
I got into this whole like war with Brian Bargainer, and it was a whole thing. And I finally had him on the podcast and just conceded that I was a douchebag. That's, that's where we learned that Bargainer is really pronounced Bar Barjane. Bargainer, Bar yeah, yeah, French boy. Wee <laughs> wee. Oui, oui. well, who did you uh, face? Do you remember? Yeah, it was Joe Reddington. <laughs> and, ah. like, I did all my due diligence. on Like, because, you know, roast battling is a weird thing because you have to, like, roast a comic that you may not know from Adam. Right. So I didn't know Joe Reddington, so I get on his Facebook page. I'm watching videos on YouTube. I know more about this guy at this point, his fondness for his, like, theater teacher or some bullshit. And I had, like, these long-winded, <laughs> you know, monologues to kind of m make fun of that. And that's not what the audience want. I mean, they practically booed me up. I almost got run out with like steaks and pitchforks. <laughs> so those, yeah, I definitely left. An audience, and I was bitter. Oh, so here's where it gets better. So like a week or so later, I performed at a venue. It was your venue, Johnny Benson. Yep, yep, yep. And uh, like I get on stage and I just start motherfucking Ryan Bargainer, just like talking shit, like, and for no reason, like he's just the guy who no ran reason the other roast than you were battle. Many high, just because. I, well, yeah, I was high too, and just because I got my ass kicked. Now, like, I'm gonna like take issue with the owner and start. Or the you did guy that who, to me a long time ago. I don't know if you remember. Did that. I do that? Really? Probably. Yeah, sure. Probably. Did I do that? <laughs> I gotta hear this story. Do I need to apologize no. to you too? No. Now? So we're going back like 15 years. It was probably the first time I ever met Jim. Uh, John had put together a like an impromptu like one night competition. It was a bracket, eight comics at a uh, now defunct dive bar in Orange, Connecticut. Oh no, we were both in it. Uh, it was eight. Yeah, everyone did four minutes, and then the audience voted which of the two were better. And then they picked four of the first. Was this eight. martinis? Yep. <laughs> and then semifinalists, two of the and then last and you couldn't do this you had to do different four minutes every time oh, no. the finalists were myself and jim oh, no. and i won oh no and every time <laughs> i did a show for the next two years that jim was on at some point i got the whole that dave sheehan's here oh he's really funny you really gotta listen hey, to this guy. <laughs> well listen sharon simon mispronounced my name once and i fucking hated her for like the next 10 years like the the pettiest shit that How means do you nothing pronounce sharky <laughs> How do you hate Sharon Simon? Because she she called me like Jim Shackneer. <laughs> Shackney. And it, that's the Jewish that's a Hebrew version. Hey, of can it. I just publicly apologize to Dave Sheehan, Sharon Simon, <laughs> Brian Bargainer, and anyone else that I may have offended? This is going to turn into an intervention soon, isn't it? <laughs> Confessional. We got the chairs um, in the um, circles. <laughs> well, I mean, I think it's mighty white of me to like you know make that conciliatory gesture to yeah. acknowledge that I was the douchebag. And then, so that was like for on and off for two years. And then, then I didn't see you for like two years. Then we ended up on a show together. I think it was at Marissa's actually. Uh -huh. And I like I didn't even recognize you because I hadn't seen you in so. And you were like all buddy buddy with me. It's like, oh, this guy is okay with me all of a sudden. Well, buddy. I smoke a lot of pot. My memory is probably you were spotty. probably very high at the time. I also like uh, John Romanoff, like him. I remember he beat me. I think at Joker's Wild in some contest. And I remember he did it. You know, part of his act was doing like a walking impression. And I just shit on him for like you know the next two years like. You know, because, you know, walking impressions were a kind of hack, to be honest. But whatever. He was still very funny and uh, didn't deserve my... Johnny Benson, are you wearing Teva or Birkenstock sandals? Are you Absolutely. wearing Absolutely. Why, why wouldn't I? You know, nothing would take me out of a John Romanoff story than the moment you realize Johnny Benson's wearing fucking mandals. <laughs> Okay, how do you what do a podcast? With what this else would I wear to the podcast? You're, you're now boy. the second comic to comment on his <laughs> mandals. Who was the first? It had to have been Sam Hunter. I'm wearing him at least till February. I don't care what you. <laughs> Who said something about it? What was it, Stefano? It might have been. 
<laughs> oh, so one more thing I brought. Are we done with beers? No, no. no. These I br- beers suck. You don't have to drink this if you want, because I'm probably going to nurse this for the rest of the night. I bought This is a Goya product. You know Goya? Oh, boy. Thank you. This is Cola Champagne. Because I thought, you know, I wasn't, I, originally I thought I wasn't going to drink when I this got here. This must have been made in a trailer. No. Yeah, but it's kind of like a sweet, syrupy, you can cannonball this if anyone wants to try it. I'll definitely have the cannonball. It's like bubblegum soda. It's uh, actually really hit. good. Think bubblegum soda and you'll Is like that it. alcohol? No, no alcohol. I didn't think so. It's soda. Cola champagne. I enjoy it. Might be the best drink we had so far tonight. <laughs> hey, you're not going to lie. It is, hands down. Except for maybe the blackberry. Ooh, it does smell like bubble gum. Yeah. Try it. It's good shit. It's not so much cannonball. Maybe billiard ball. Yeah. <laughs> it's botchy in a glass. Goya. He likes it. Keg likes like, it. Wow, it's really good, man. That's yeah, good. good stuff. Sweet. Man. That's got to be the best stuff that we drank so far. I yeah. like to turn you <laughs> Yeah, guys the best stuff there. we drank so far has no alcohol. <laughs> it's like we're 90. It's a sign, man. <laughs> that and the impossible. We should have just had impossible whoppers and cola champagne and called it a night. <laughs> I think you're right. Yeah, I'm not digging this. Not digging uh, the stout. stout is I don't mind stout. it, man. I, I think this, this is like um, like a Guinness type of product, man. Yeah, because it's got the little the little nitrous uh, thingamabobber sitting in there. Uh huh. What? What is that? It releases when you open it. To, oh, is that right? Yeah. yeah, it's it's that nitro. Oh. It gives it that nice smooth buttery mm-hmm. mouthfeel, like like a Guinness. Guinness has the same thing. But it's called double chocolate. I don't taste single chocolate. I don't taste single, not to mention double. Yeah, they should work on the single yeah. before they profess to be double. I, you know what? I don't think we've had stouts any better than our friend Matt makes. Oh, and, no and a shout no out food. to Matt. He's yeah. a daddy. He's no a daddy. Guess who texted him right the morning his baby was born? Me. No, me. Oh. I was like, <laughs> what did you know? I say, I say, hey, you want to do the podcast? Well, I'm a little busy. <laughs> the baby's there. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, man, not to interrupt you on the day your son was born. <laughs> oh, because uh, I, I saw, I saw like the first post, and mm-hmm. I, I said congratulations. Yeah. So, uh, okay. So we did it at the same time. You guys talk uh, Netflix comedy? Like, you guys, is it too late to talk about, like, the Dave Chappelle we, and we, the Bill Burr specials? We have been talking about those specials, but hey, we'd yeah, like to hear. Hey, I watched Bill Burr last night. Did you like it? Yeah, I liked it. Yeah. I mean, you know, he shit on so many people. But where was he? He was across the pond. Of course <laughs> he's going to shit on people across the pond. That's kind of a bitch move, man. Oh, really? Oh, man, never heard of that. Not really. Thing. People here are going to watch it. Yeah, but it's like you're going over there to do a special in England for it to be broadcast over here. I thought I was, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm love hate Bill Burr. I got you. I mean, was he funny? Sure, he was funny. He brought up a lot of funny stuff. Yeah, I wasn't taking notes, but I thought it was good. What do you say, Jim? Um, you know, I have a kind of, it's interesting, Bill, I was a big fan of Bill Burr's Monday Morning Podcast, and then he got married, and this isn't me talking, but there's a fair amount of, like, Bill Burr fans who feel like Bill is a little, kind of, like, sold out to his true kind of, uh, he's a little cucky with his wife. Are you familiar uh, with the cuck term? He's a bit of a cuck with his wife. Give us the definition of cuck for anybody. Who well, cuck, and that's a pornographic thing. I mean, <laughs> cuck holding, cuck hold pornography is like guys, usually white guys, who like to watch their wives get railed by typically large black men. Like that is that's what it means. Yes, yes. I've 
I can. So that, when strangely you strangely enough, I'm the one who can back that up. So when you refer to someone as being kind of a cuck or cuckold, it means because yeah. think about that. I mean, contextually, if you're like some guy who wants to watch your wife get railed, like what kind of a sap are you? Like you're such Edible. a. And the same way, like, how about when they called Chris Cuomo Fredo on CNN and he got so that was beautiful. Hurt. That was beautiful. <laughs> it was fantastic. And, and was I hope fantastic. he's plagued for the rest of his life with people chanting uh, Fredo whenever Chris Cuomo. Uh, oh, yeah, he's scarred. That's it. <laughs> Are we cannibal? Like I hear, like a lot of people yelling "cannibal" and then nobody does "dick." Like what? What happened? Grab the cannibal, man! You ever hear that drop I play on my podcast? Usually mid sentence. It's hard to focus. But yes, start us. Thank you. Sorry. This beer is disgusting. It's not good beer, man. Yeah, the cannibal. To me, stouts are pretty much. I like some, but there's not much flavor here. Thank you. So what's the deal with the Bridgeport? The what is it? The comedy? What's the name of the place? The Bridgeport Comedy Club. That is the Stress, stress factory. factory. So, do they have like an open mic or yes. like what is it Wednesday night? Yes, you have to sign up in advance, and it's pretty much been commandeered by this group of mostly young white men who are just getting into it. From oh no, County, really? So. so it's the whole Pat Oates thing at Joker's Wild. It's very clicky, and if you're um, if you're not in, you're out, kind of thing. Well, I don't know. I think if you, if I thought he was heading down the path of white privilege. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. No, it's just you get people together, they form a little clique, and next thing you know, they're uh, keeping... I mean, listen, you got to keep some people out, otherwise, you know, Ben Ortiz is performing. <laughs> you know well, what I'm saying? How's that group, for an inside reference? For this group, Sam Hunter is their Buddha. Well, Sam's funny guy, yeah. and he's got a lot of juice there, And he's shaped like a Buddha. <laughs> but, and I... Yeah, I'm... <laughs> anyway, I heard he dabbles with hallucinogens. I hope so. Yeah, so. I never heard that. Given some of his posts, that's not surprising. I'm going to start soon after this fucking podcast. What the fuck? So what concerts have you guys been to? Comedy concerts and bear show? I don't know. We haven't been to much. No, we will be checking out the Interrupters at Toad's Place on yeah, November Yeah, yeah, that's right. Who are they? What do they do? I've never uh, heard of them. Ska. A little bit of Ska, you know? They got a mighty, mighty Boston sound. What kind of music does Dave Sheehan listen to? Like, if oh. I looked at Dave and I had to tell you what kind of music, well, you know what? I couldn't hazard a guess. I have no let, fucking. Let me idea. answer. Ambrosia. Let me, let, I don't know what he. I'm not sure what he listens to, but he could. He could. <laughs> he could name any pop song. Art. You play the song. He'll name the, the artist within seconds. Oh, really? Seconds. I'll yes. I'll go name that tune with Dave, and I'll give him I'll give him trouble. Have you, Dave? I have an uh, an Alexa. You know, an Amazon Alexa. Mm. And they have a game called Song Quiz you can play with, like, random people online. Oh, jeez. And so they'll play, like, songs from the 80s and basically name that tune. Oh, I I, saw your your piece. My streak right now, I think I'm up to, like, 115 consecutive wins for the 80s. So I say bring it, Dave Sheehan. Well, do we have an Alexa we can play with? uh, You dropped the uh, band that does our tune. Cometa, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, that's right, because one of the songs was "Careless Whisper," and I kind of muttered, <laughs> "Covered by Cometa." <laughs> oh, I was thinking, by the way, on the way in, because I bought this Goya product. I thought, what would the uh, Bear Man Bear podcast theme sound like in Espanol? Like, you need to get Cometa to maybe cut the Bear Man Bear theme in Spanish. Cerveza, hombre, cerveza. Es el pod women in de comedia, conciertos y cerveza. <laughs> All right, now the neighbors definitely call the cops. Speaking of, speaking of Cometa, a uh, new music will be coming out in January. So. Sweet. Oh, they have a new, new album. album. Nice. What is oh, this, the fourth? Uh, this, this should be, yeah, should be uh, the third, I believe. Okay. 
I could be wrong, though. I mean, it's not even 9 o'clock still. Like, I should feel guilt because I'm, you know, upsetting the neighbors. I should have bought more wood, man. That's it? That's the end of the fire? Like, we're done when the fire's out? Well, no, no, man. We're not done with the fire's out. How fast will this beer burn? (laughs) Yeah, burn that first beer. (laughs) We're we're in a little bit of trouble because we haven't had a beer we liked yet. We have more to try. We got got one more to try, and this is going to be a combination of all kinds of flavors. They they warned me at Black Pond Brewers that this was a very interesting beer. Hope it's not flat. <laughs> I just want to say I'm I don't even yell cannonball anymore. Like I just fucking cannonball on my own. Like, don't, I don't break need... tradition, Jim. Oh, then cannonball because I'm one ahead of you. <laughs> Reverse cannonball. I tell you what, so we're gonna get into that beer next. <laughs> Come at me, bro. See what I did there? I did. Acted like a 22-year-old. We are going to regroup. Get ready for our last beer, and hopefully it's a hit. Better be at these odds. <laughs> Packies are closed, man. <laughs> Can't be divas. Yeah, we got nothing. <laughs> Somber day for the brews on beer. <laughs> Play a nice song about a car crash for you. Here you go. Jim Sharky's here. And Dave and Dave Sheen and Bobzy Bobzy Bop. Zitty Bop. David Lee's doing like a residency out in Vegas now. He really? sucks. You didn't know that? He's horrible. Well, he's lost a step or two he or cannot, five. He is not the Diamond Dave of the 80s. Do you know Angie loves Sammy Hagar? I'm a Hagar fan. We've seen, we saw Sammy in uh, Long Island at the, uh, I don't know what the fuck they call that place now. The outdoor venue by the beach, Jones, Jones Beach. Yeah, good show. What band did he start out in? Montrose? Yeah. Yeah, hard candy, motherfucker. Yeah. Just keeping Dave Sheehan honest over there. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't ask me. Would you have had that? You had, no. You have, no, really? Montrose? <clears throat> I don't know much about Montrose. Um, but anyway, yeah, hard candy, good song. That was, I think it was their jam. Nobody mm. cares. I don't care. Hey, uh, we just devoured some... Uh, Pumpkin spice pretzels, Pumpkin man. spice pretzels from Drunk Alpaca. They are delicious. Yes. Probably the tastiest thing we've had in the show or so yes. far. Eh? Are they a sponsor? How'd that happen? How'd you get those pretzels? Well, you know, actually, they did donate those pretzels for us to try on the show. They are spectacular. And uh, Jessica I did, and Stefania. I did stop in for some pies on Saturday. Mm. And, uh, you know, Jessica is a big fan of the show. You know, when it's time for a shot, she screams cannonball, so <laughs> she, she knows all about what we do. You know, you played Jaws out of the break, whatever, and I did when I did TV for 10 years, obviously, Jim Sharky, people would give me, like, tchotchke shark things, and somebody gave me, like, a petrified shark, like a, you know, somebody took a shark to a taxidermist, 
and like a, a sh- like a three foot shark, like a, and and I. What listen, kind of shark was it? Like a sand shark? A I mako? don't know. That's the thing. Like I don't have a hard on for sharks. You want to know how I got the name Jim Sharky? I used to work with. Well, my name is not Sharky, so I didn't want to use my real name. So it's well, we just, know your real name. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's a pseudonym. But I thought, you know, I used to work with a guy named John Sharky, and I thought, wow, that kind of has a ring, John Sharky, Jim, Sh-, and that's it. <laughs> nothing. So you stole someone else's name? Basically, yeah. Like I didn't have a mm. fondness for hammerheads. <laughs> Or great whites, <laughs> or makos, or sand. Yeah, okay. And gotcha. now I got this dumb, you know, petrified shark. <laughs> Where is that petrified shark, by the uh, way? I don't know what happened to it. It's not above your mantle. Yeah. No, I probably. I, sold I'd it imagine you had like a room full of shark. Uh, no. no, shark gear. You know? That ain't me. Are you into Why Shark not? Week? No, I don't watch Shark Week. <laughs> no, I don't like have a hard on for sharks. It's just you know. Huh. I don't know. I got a thing for kettles. Do you think like John Stamos has a thing for Stamoses? What is a Stamos? What, I have what no is idea. that? I just made that up. <laughs> <laughs> British term we're not familiar with. Oh man! All right, so we got another beer. One yes. more beer to try. Really? Do we have to? Cannonball! Yeah. I just uh, cannonballed. Like, are you gonna just totally ignore the fact? Uh, that I'm not ignoring anything. You are on a, on top of that cannonball, Jim. Now, this is another beer from Black Pond Brewing. And it's the uh, five-year anniversary. Or, or Black Pond Brew, sorry. This is, like Johnny said, a special five-year anniversary. Cinco de Machu. Cinco de Machu. This has jalapeno and habanero. Oh, wow. <laughs> habanero. It has, uh, it, it's a Brett Saison. I was hoping to make a... tequila-soaked Hungarian oak. Sorry, I was gonna make a bad joke. I was gonna say, what so what, what is uh, Cinco I mean, Macho? So Hungarian oak compared to I don't know American oak, is it really any different? I think. Am I? Which one goes better with Stamoses? Um, <laughs> hmm. Dave Sheehan with the callback. <laughs> Ow! I'm gonna go huddle up in the corner and just cry. Epic fail. <laughs> All right. Do, do we have, have to drink this beer too? Yes. Yes. This one. I think oh, that's is what we be do better. on the show. <laughs> do you want to have someone else beer, start? Man, go first. Uh, do you want someone else to go first and brace you? Dave, I need a bottle opener. I have one. All right. I was trying not to get anything on my right. uh, five-year anniversary of Black Pond Brewery. This smells like kind of a mix between like berries and taint. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say tang? No, I said taint. <laughs> I was hoping you said Tang. <laughs> I, I think you've been dating so, the wrong so what people. So what does Tang taste like or smell like? Apparently this. Get your nose in this. Apparently the wild mountains of Peru. <laughs> this smells potent. I, I get. Is I there get like this. habanero in this yes. or something? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Habanero. Uh, you know what? This isn't bad. This I, is this is nice. This yeah. is like some funky salad dressing. Do you really? Are you being facetious? No, no, no. Because I had a variation of this when I was so there. jalapeno and habanero. Yes, it's a eight point seven ABV. It's a wake up. Get it in there. It's Chill a wake off. up call for your throat. I do like it. Of course, you like it. You like that spicy shit. I don't dislike yeah. it. I yeah, can drink th- this. Uh, there's some flavor. There's a nice kick. Yeah, the, the the spice kicks in after you. Yes, after it goes down. I mean, it smells like a taco. <laughs> Well, we were just on the topic of taint and such. That's nasty. Well, you brought it up. <laughs> James. James. 
Oh, we're going with proper names now. We're going with the governments. Hello, Jonathan. Hey. Do you have your douche scarf on, Jason? <laughs> Why, yes, yes, I do have my douche scarf on. Well, what are the notes in this fine brew? I smell uh, a mixture of habanero and jalapeno. Did, did I say that correctly with my douche scarf on? Yeah, it's like a five-layer burrito. In a <laughs> I can't wait to tell the people where, where my is polo my seven-layer dip? I can't wait to tell the people on my polo team about this fine brew. Yes, indeed. I'm going in for the sip. Going for the sip. I like it. It's sip. The way the way they made it sound was it was going to be a lot more harsh than it is. Kegs, <laughs> keg, oh, kegs out. Oh, boy. Oh, kegs not into it. He's not feeling it. <laughs> By the way, Dave's uh, Kevin Downey reference was not lost on everyone. I think at least Johnny and I got that. Oh, this is horrible. Is he like a big right-wing pundit now? Yes, is Kevin yeah, Downey apparently. like very yeah. Trumpian? Yes, Keg yeah. loves the Trump. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Not, uh, not Keg. Uh, Kevin, I'm sorry. Right, Keg yeah, does yeah. too. But, uh, yeah, yeah, two of the same. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is... No? No. All right, I wow. like it. I actually do. Hey, good. Good for you. It's, I like the uniqueness. I'm, gl- I'm glad you like it. But could you you could sit down and drink like two or three of these? No. no. I could have maybe a pint. I wouldn't even be able to do that much. This is going to be a perfect amount. It's like a tenth of a pint. I feel like the Goya Champagne Cola. I don't know if we do a review of everything, but I think the Goya <laughs> was the winner. Oh, Boya, indeed. Jim, I'm with you, man. <laughs> this is brutal. I can't drink this no more. I think there's a hole in my tongue. At least I got to sober oh. up a little with that last shitty beer. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, that's spicy. Ooh. That's, you a, guys, that's a spicy cannonball. <laughs> do you do like a final cannonball on the oh way out? Oh, my goodness. We man. could. Yep, cannonball. Oh. Whoa, the cannonball's almost done. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, so we, we did, pulled a Jerry Woolley, huh? Did like a dozen of them. We did. Send it around. What's a Woolley? Um, Jerry Woolley. <laughs> when uh, we had done 33. Just decimated. He chugged it. <laughs> decimated. Hey, Gettles. The cannonball. The cannonball? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Cannonball there. He, Gettles. He, hey. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, 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 okay. I'm, I'm, tr- I'm trying to. I'm tr- <laughs> oh, my goodness. This Machu Picchu fifth-year anniversary is just. Oh, my goodness. I'm still drinking it, man. I think it's good. Dude, yeah. th- th- this is like um, Don't Fear the Reaper. With the Carolina Reapers in it, mm-hmm. Th- this the combination. See, I thought that Reaper was way hotter than this. Th- this is oof, gross. Not my style. No, don't uh, get me wrong. There are a lot of beers we do like at the Black Pomper. Dave, you think he's dodging that cannonball, or you think he's sincere? No, I think it's really hitting him really hard. <laughs> he's, he's just trying to cope. <laughs> Mr. Creosto, would you like a wafer thin mint? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> The funny part is, uh, for those of us who've been drinking from that bottle of LaRue, he's, go ahead, try that. No, no, finish your (laughs) (laughs) Jim, what were you going to say? Just that I'm really getting inebriated that I've had so many shots of that cannonball. (laughs) I didn't lace your cannonball, dude. You watched me drink from it. (laughs) Really, dude. You you didn't sneak a ghost pepper in there? No, no. Say that into the mic. No, but the comedic thing I wanted to say was it's really like cannon backwash by the time it's at the bottom of that bottle. So I got a chip on that one. Keg has like a little of us in his belly right mm. now. I'm not sure how to feel. It's like an Alanis Morissette song. I've heard of Blood Brothers. I've never heard of Saliva Brothers. Listen, th- there was a chip in there. Who, who ate a potato you, chip? You no, chip? I didn't eat any chips. Oh. Are you Johnny. serious? Was there a chip? Johnny. Johnny. Yeah. 
That's gross. But there was something in there. That's uh, nasty. What? I didn't have anything in my mouth when I did. When I took that cannibal. Yeah, I got a little, little, little. <laughs> there, was, there was a chunk of something in there. <laughs> yeah, that's what? gross. You're tasting my lunch. What? I don't know what's happening. All right, so I'm going back for more, more uh, abuse. Sorry, uh, Keg. I didn't. That was not my intent. Hold on. I'm going back. I'm going back for more <laughs> beer flavor. That's what I would love to have. Yeah, yeah, more yeah. beer flavor. It's the best beer so far. I'll say. You're that. not enjoying pepper drink. No. Not enjoying it. I'm, I'm going to finish mine. The, 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 I think there's still more in there, too. I'm good. Oh, you a, bought two bottles, did you? two bottles. <laughs> oh, Another oh. bottle of that? Happy oh, birthday, Keg. I got to go. <laughs> my mother just called. <laughs> what? You said my mother just called. I got to go. No. no, that's just me trying to get out of drinking another bottle of that. I'm going to go for more of these pretzels. Oh, yeah, the pretzels, now, these pretzels, pretzels are making me thirsty. You know, with the drunk alpaca, they always make their food with, uh, you know, whatever flavored beer. beer. Mm-hmm. And uh, this happens to be from Black Hog. This is like the only best beer from uh, Black Hog. That would be the granola brown. Oh, Does anybody else snicker when he says Black Hog, or is it just me? <laughs> Pig. <laughs> Johnny, I'm not going to lie. This could be one of the most listenable episodes. I can't wait to hear this podcast. <laughs> I just want to tell a story of how I dropped a C-bomb on the podcast last week. But talk about the beer. Do the recap, and then I'll, I'll tell you how I dropped the C-bomb. No, I want to hear about the C-bomb. I want to hear about the c first. <laughs> so, and this really kind of angered my girlfriend, Angie. <laughs> so Sean, usually on the podcast, there's a point in the podcast where he'll like send me news stories. And I'll read the news story, and we'll kind of riff off of it. So there was a news story about uh, how there was <laughs> they were going to open like a, a, a vaginal museum <laughs> somewhere in like Paris. Like a, a museum of the vagina. <laughs> so I jokingly said, and Dave will appreciate this because he knows all things pop music. I said, you know, it's funny. When you walk in the Vaginal Museum, they play songs by Lips Incorporated. <laughs> I could have also went with the Flaming Lips, by the way, just for those well, they've who had more songs. Playing it there is <laughs> one, actually, in Iceland. There's also a penis museum there. So then I joked with Sean. I said, oh, a little vaginal hair humor, a little labial humor. And he kind of groaned and said, yeah, yeah, I get it. And then I said, what's the matter? I said, what's the matter, Sean? He's like are, a stick are, in the mud. I Man. Are you feeling bushwhacked by this whole story? <laughs> and then, I, and I forget. I said one more thing, and then I just stopped and I went cannonball. Oh, all see what right. I did there? Why don't we save this bottle for the ten fifty six? Let them do it on their show. What's that? You do another show at ten fifty six? Oh, there's plenty of beer shows. Uh, we are not the only one. There's uh, actually, and a lot of them are all in Shelton. But the ten fifty six are our friends. They are on uh, our episode thirty seven, right? I don't know. Are they on 37? 37, I think, yep. Oh, <laughs> uh, this beard may be all messed up. Cake's <laughs> discombobulated from the bruise. Anyway. Yeah, my, my palate is bruised. Keg <laughs> is like uh, David at the dentist right now. Is this real life? <laughs> I need something to cleanse my palate. All right, we'll cleanse our palates and we'll be back. Feeling like writing apologies. All right, we come to the portion of the show we like to call Solid Not Solid, where we go through our beers and let you know what we thought. 
That's Kometa. KometaMusic.com. New music coming out in January. They got a Patreon. Support the band. C-O-M-E-T-A. That's it. And that is Co-Meta. That's it. Everybody's favorite Asian twins that look like Lou Diamond Phillips. And, uh, I don't know any others. <laughs> which makes them my favorite. I'm fond of the Asians. Uh, <laughs> Jim's taking a turn. Everybody steer into it. All right, we're going to start off. With, we'll go with uh, the Hella Lager was the first we had, and uh, we were disappointed in the uh, lack of carbonation. It was flat. Nothing more. We say, Jim, was it solid or not solid? Oh, no, it's not. Dave, not solid, right? <laughs> the first the first beer? Your your vote is to ask me what I think. Well, no. I mean, I just said emphatically not solid, but I want some corroboration on your end. I think it was a consensus. Agreed. The yes. first one sucked. It was just you barely got that out before you were like, Dave. He just wanted to connect eyes with you. I, he's been doing that a lot. What did I, I just I hear roll through? Like a Harley Davidson or something? No, a ghetto sled. I thought it was like fucking Sons of Anarchy in here. No, a ghetto sled. All right, and after that, we had one of your beers, right? We had a... Oh, it was a hard cider. The thi- yep. the Thistley Cross? Yes. I like it. It was solid was nice. for me. Yes. I liked it. 4%. Yep. It was <laughs> Fuck tasty. you. <laughs> it's an appetizer. It was tasty. It was good. I will give it a solid. Yeah, ABV nice. shamer. I, with nice the apple. elderflower. Mm. I thought it was great. taste to it, right? Yeah. It was probably the best was tasting good. thing next to the uh, Goya. <laughs> what was that? Bubble Cola gum? champagne. Cola champagne. Let's go with the Young's Chocolate Double Stout. If you like a good nitro kind of stout, then that would be your beer to go to. I'm not really big on a nitro thing, man. It tastes like a warm iced coffee. It, it was very flat. Yeah. It didn't have a buttery, smooth feel to it. Um, the double chocolate, as Dave said before, I'm waiting for the single chocolate. Yeah. We say um, Dave. Very little flavor. Uh, yeah, it was, could it t- was, I could taste the stoutness of it, like the foam. Yeah. But you know, I've had a lot of good stouts that were flavorful. Like this, uh, this was flat, mm-hmm. not solid. I don't want to be Debbie Downer, but mucho not solid. All right, <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I mean, I liked it the first couple of tastes, but then uh, going in, I, I, compared to other stouts, not my thing. Not my thing, though. It hasn't got warmer. I, 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 the, the can just screams double chocolate. I'm thinking that's going to taste like a German chocolate Yeah, yeah nice I had hopes. Chocolatey yeah. color to the can. I hopes. And the warmer it gets, the more tinny and metallic it tastes. And yet, as a yeah. bit of an alcoholic and realizing there's not much left to drink on this table, <laughs> I'm going to drink the double chocolate right now. There you go, Jim. All right. Just don't swallow the nitrous can in there. Ugh. Um Still not good. Still right. not solid. Let's, all right. Let's go with the Goya's uh, the Goya's champagne. Solid all the way. Absolutely, that was, good. That was tasty. Well, the uh, Refresco Goya Cola Champagne. Solid. What would you was... expect from the people who make black eyed peas in giant bags that they sell in that odd aisle at the supermarket? Oh boy, yeah. that's it, man. That was good though. I, I will also say solid. Gay bueno. Like bubblegum nectar. Since we don't have as many beers to be sold. Are we going to rate the Impossible Whopper, too? Just yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just <laughs> That's curious. A good idea. Burger King, I think you outdid yourself there. What do you guys think of the Impossible Whopper? Okay, Kettle's had a nice beer. flame broil to it. I did enjoy it. Yeah. Minus the tomato. It was good. <laughs> now, you have seen the behind the scenes in Burger King. so you, I have, you, I have. You know the ins and outs. Back in the 90s, That's baby. It, what was, was your go-to burger back in the 90s? It was uh, back in the 90s. Like when I worked at Burger King, it was the Burger Buddy. 
Are Remember you, the Burger Buddies? <laughs> we used to make uh, some really cool concoctions with the Burger Buddies, man. Those were like the like, like sliders, right? Yeah, they they were connected. Didn't and they come in like six of them? In a pack, I never heard of a burger buddy. I remember. I was like, buddy, it was like man. two buys. You know, you, you get like, uh, you know, two of these burger buddies in the in the pack. <laughs> yeah, that you was know. the the original sliders before wow. sliders. Yeah, were cool. they, they were good. And uh, we used to put like uh, for like the chicken Italian. We used to get the mozzarella mm-hmm. and throw it on the burger buddy with some marinara on it. It was solid. You bet. Absolutely. I can't get. I can't give it a, a solid on the the impossible. Why? Only because. Yeah, it approximated the flavor of a, of an actual burger. But am I ever going to get an impossible Whopper instead of an actual Whopper? No. No. If you're a way. vegan Never. or a vegetarian, you would. Yeah. Sure. Dave Sheen, what are your thoughts on the impossible? It's a, it's a good to have an alternative for people who can't or don't eat meat. Uh, I think it's fine. I don't eat a lot of fast food anymore. Um, is, what's in yeah, between solid and not either. solid? Mushy, <laughs> uh, ambivalent. I think. Yeah, you know, you're right. It was it was mushy. It didn't have that. <laughs> it was a little bit mushy. <laughs> Which some some fast that food solid, is though. You know, meat kind of. A, yeah. I'm gonna give it a mushy. I'll, I'll go with solid just because if somebody handed it to me and said it was a burger, I probably wouldn't know the difference. Mm-hmm. Now I've had veggie burgers in the past, mm-hmm. and they're disgusting. Some are disgusting. Is there Can't any other um, fast food from the past that we don't have anymore that you guys miss? Uh, Do you know what a flexitarian is? No. That's now, fast a, food. A flexitarian is a vegetarian that may like want to have some meat when they decide to have meat. <laughs> so, oh. It's kind of like a bisexual who says they're not gay. What's the joke? You either suck dick or you (laughs) So a flexitarian, they're like, hmm. What letter is that in the LGBT? I I think that's uh, F. Yeah. So so they've they've taken over the freaking alphabet, too. The alphabet people. I had I'd worked with a comedian from New York a while ago who talked about people like that. It was like, oh, I'll eat chicken if the timing is right. And he said, oh, that's interesting to the there this girl he was dating. No, but the, this is a girl he was dating. He said that's interesting because I'm I'm uh, monogamous mostly, <laughs> <laughs> but I might go be a bigamist if the circumstances are right. Wow, who do you think he's talking about, Johnny? Did your mind wander? Nobody there? I ever <laughs> worked with. Dustin Chavin. No, no, it's not one of Johnny's guys. <laughs> but I just remembered that joke. So, where well, are we at? Well, last beer was the, uh, oh, the Matcha uh, Pichu Spicy Five oof. Year Cinco de Mayo. That would be the Cinco de Madness. Yeah. yeah. You think you're gonna feel that on the back end tomorrow? <laughs> if you know what I mean, with all that spice. Ooh, yeah. There's going to be some burning action on that one. <laughs> so uh, this has got to be like, what, your favorite beer? Of the night? Yeah, that was my, well, I, I really like the soda that Jim brought. Yeah. <laughs> so that's not beer, so like, we're, we're, that, we're, we're yeah, beer man a, beer. That not was. Cola man cola. Cola champagne man. Yeah, cola that's like champagne. the Russian judge. You got to throw that yeah, shit Yeah, I really liked the Goya, and I liked the drunk alpaca of pretzels we had. <laughs> And uh, I, I'm with you on that. I like the uh, tree burger, and yeah, that, this comes in fourth. <laughs> no, this was good. I liked it. I, I I like the spiciness. I like you like that stuff, man. I, it, the saison flavor with the the heat. You know, oh, it's good. I like it. But, you, you got saison out of that? I did. Yeah, I got no saison. Wasn't saison an artist? Yes. Thank they, you. They, they mean a homophone of it. I'm assuming. Gotcha. This this beer tastes like Renoir. No. <laughs> 
Kettle's out. All right. Where uh, where can we see you, Dave? Anything going on? Art Studio in New Haven on October 5th. What's um, that? Sounds like something Kendra Dossie would book. She's <laughs> probably been there. Comedy Fight Club in New York City on Tuesday the 8th. Roast Battle? It's a, it's a, yes. Speaking of Kendra Dossie, have you seen her without the dreads? No, she cut her hair off. She looks, looks like, like Michelle and Diggio Cello. She yeah. looks barbershop fresh. Yeah, dope. Do the kids still say yeah. dope? That's it. Adults, I do more now. <laughs> and Windsor Locks, Treehouse Comedy Competition, round 735.3. Yeah, they do draw <laughs> that out quite a bit, don't they? October 19th. <laughs> That's in Windsor Locks, huh? Yes. Oh, excellent. All right. Uh, Jim, where can we see you? What's going on with you? What uh, do you want to plug? Work in my day job. I'll be in Weathersfield tomorrow, and I'll be performing at the next place. Johnny Benson books me, and I promise I won't bring props, and I'll prepare, and I'll be funny. Now uh, let's. Should we put in bets on who ticks him off that night and who he's ticked after the next year and a half? I think, I think I'm next. <laughs> hey, didn't I apologize officially? I don't need to apologize. You remind just, me I that I was a dick again on the way out. Thanks. If you, Thanks uh, a lot. It's good for my self-esteem. Appreciate I got some it. comedy coming up. I'll be at, uh, I will be, I believe, in Greenwich Village Comedy Club on November 2nd with Donnie Salvo. Keg, where yeah. can we see you, buddy? No, no, no. Yeah. Do you still where offer? Where are we going to be Saturday, Keg Kettles? Oh, Valley. Oh, we're going to be at Smoking the Valley on the 5th of October. Will you buy yeah. people a beer if they we, tap you on the well, shoulder? Well, we won't have to because uh, well, you buy a ticket, you get all the beer you want. Oh. I'd still So uh, between still the hours beer. of uh, 12 and... Uh, Twelve four thirty. Four thirty five. And yeah, uh, yeah your tickets are about thirty five dollars. You go and you taste every beer there. Uh, see, that's a lot of money for me as a guy. But if you want VIP, beer. it's at forty five. Yeah, yeah forty five. Oh, I'd spend the extra ten for VIP, but I'm just not a big beer guy. So for me, uh, I'm gonna leave disappointed. But if you're a beer guy, that sounds like money well spent. Hey man, they may have ciders there for you. Oh well, there you go. Because I fuck with ciders. Kids, are we out? Da 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 da. Right. I'm a match. She can't see.